go ahead and jump on it. Welcome back to the Quantum Health Recipe Podcast. This is part two of one. We have Dr. Rhett Kenny and I. And so what, what, what we were just talking about uh, before this, you know, has to do with the debate with Dr. Paul Saladino and Dr. Joel Furman. And Rhett, what, what did you think watching the debate with them? What were your feelings towards each gentleman? Well, I, I would encourage the listeners to go check it out for yourself. I think um, both of the – I honestly haven't finished it. I got to, you know, just, just within 15 minutes of the end. So I'm, I'm about 80 to 85% probably through the debate. But, um, you know, here are two highly acclaimed debaters, uh, researchers. Uh, Paul Saladino is um, – to me, the the most impressive, just be just the sheer knowledge of the guy and, and his uh, the research that he's done, his ability to uh, to weed out the the jargon and the um, you know all the all the stuff that that uh, Joe, Joel Furman uses to 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 uh, sort of get his point his viewpoint across. Both both of them, I thought. Um, did a you know came off very very strong i just felt like paul saladino and i haven't i haven't finished the end but it seemed like paul saladino did a much better job actually debating um he was much more prepared the uh uh, joel Furman he he sort of he he kept going back to his credentials which is a bit of um you know a bit annoying to the listener because you know and if 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 all you want to talk about are your your credentials your credentials that he, he mentioned one time that his um, he had one book that was filled with he had filled with over two thousand uh, um, epidemiology studies epidemiology studies and and studies and you know citations that people could, which is which is wonderful but Paul Saladino's uh, point uh, from the very beginning I thought you know from from start to finish I just felt like Paul Saladino did a much better job debating and uh, but all that you know what I He's very friendly. Very friendly. The the um, but he was strong. You know, very I mean, strong. Here, here, yeah, he's dominant. Here guy. are you know, and it was it was very very fun to watch. If you want to see a little bit of tension uh, on a public debate stage, because they're you know it's it's now live you know for public access for anybody to watch, um, and they, you know certainly they they know that, but uh, it was just fun because it was. Um, it was a bit tense at times. It and, was. It fired me up, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you're fired up now about the yeah. whole the whole thing, and that's good, you know. And yeah. But we, I think, you know, what, what's important is in our democratic society, we've the ability to debate. Totally. And that's it's so important for us to bring uh, questions. And when, uh, for me, the reason why I say Paul, my, you know, if I had to choose who won the debate, I'd I'd pick Paul Saladino hands down because. Um, Joel Furman, he kept number one. He kept, like I said, going back to his credentials, but also he kept, um, you know, uh, he 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 could be easily accused of of doing. It, it was he was a bit hypocritical because he was he was totally. blaming um, Joel or sorry, he was blaming Paul Doctor Saladino for um, for. Uh, for not wanting to accept the the research that he was pr- promoting, uh, yet he was he was doing the same thing to the research that Paul Saladino brought to the table. Exactly. And so they they both were, 
you know, they both were, it was kind of like your research is, is crappy. And then the other guy was like, no, your research is crappy. So it's, it's good that we understand from a, from a foundational level, you know, that we have to get down to brass tacks here. We have to get down to the facts. What are the facts? And, and Paul Saladino was merely trying to point out, look, all you've brought in me, all you've brought into the table here are observational studies. The problem with these studies are they're um, they're multifactorial, and yes, and the basically you give credence to and you give a license to the researchers to come down with to make the 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 call as to what the correlations are, you know. Ex- and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we've got public policies that are created. Yes. Based on the research that's done and the research just just, you know, the conclusions are based on the the conclusions that the that the uh, researchers want to draw from the studies. So at, at, in a sense, we're at the as the consumer, as, as the ones that are, are really dependent on the researchers to get it right. That's, you know, to 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 be transparent about the facts and get the facts right. We're, we're dependent on those studies, right? Exactly. So if, if they draw the wrong conclusions, we're all, we all lose. We're, we're all at a loss. And, and Paul Sal, Dr. Paul Saldino was trying to point that out. Look, the studies are all observational studies. Yes. Well, all, the, all this research has limitations. They all have limitations. So Dr. Joel Furman was trying to point out that, you know, oh, he was trying to uh, tell – Dr. Saladino that his studies were not they're not valid because they're they're not long-term studies they're only eight-week studies or he actually had he actually brought a study that was um that followed um some folks for between five and 16 years yeah they were in Asia correct I think they were in Asia yep yeah but um all that to say uh Dr. Saladino was saying like no like some of these studies actually are they're super long so you're not right about that fact and then also um you know they're 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 not observational studies. They're direct. They're called um, um, intervention studies. And in an intervention study, you're looking at specific markers. You 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 design the study well before the study is underway. Aren't so domesticated nowadays. We would be a lot healthier. So if you study the healthiest tribes in the world, and these people are eating a diverse diet, they're eating animals, they're eating plants. They're eating all of these things. Well, there's your answer. There is your scientific answer. And for anybody in the science community, doctor, nutritionist, to be so close-minded to say this is the only way, you should only eat plants, you should only eat this, is insane. Because that is not correct. And nor do any of these studies show that we should live on plant-based diets. I disagree with that totally. Um, we're, we're basically asking um, our clients, our, our patients, uh, our listeners here to, to be more aware of what's going on with you. So take a step back, you know, uh, appreciate the research for what it is, but acknowledge that, you know, an ob- observational study is not the same as an a interventional study. They're not the same. Uh, and then you've got, you know, you've got the the powers that be that that basically want to try to convince the pub general public that uh, an observational study is maybe gold standard or the highest the highest standard of um, 
in terms of uh, uh, of the the information available or facts or whatever. And um, you know, in a sense, we've got to we've got to we got to step back and th- and just look at things for what they are. You know, look at things for what they are, and that you know, we'd also encourage the listeners to um, to to you know, when you eat a meal. Pay attention to how you feel after the meal. <laughs> yes. You know, when you eat a certain way, say over a period of time, over a, a week's time or a month's time, pay attention to how you feel. Right. Take, you know, you, you can do your own little um, personal research. Just, in, I mean, you think about it, your own health, um, you're, you're in a scientific study really yeah. <laughs> at home, you know, and so with your own health. So, and, and there's a lot of ways that we can measure health and a lot of ways we can, we can help you and, and stuff. And, um, or we can we can get information about what's going on. That's the benefit of, of healthcare, really. But uh, all that to say, you know, take a step back, start asking, and, and start asking questions. I've always heard that the the quality of your life will be dependent on the quality of your questions. Well, and I, I like to go a step fur- further. That was a quote that I, I heard in, in school. Um, I like to go a step further by saying that uh, in healthcare, you know, the quality of your health might be dependent on the quality of the questions that your doctor is asking, or in our case, as in, as general public, uh, in our, in our case, as communities, you know, in general public and stuff, um, as a society, as cultures or whatever, our health might very well dependent, be dependent on the questions that the researchers are asking, right, and how they're interpreting, correlating, um, you know, what, what conclusions are they drawing based on the, the evidence, Yes. So it's important for us to get the evidence for important for us to get the facts. But like Darcy's saying, you don't want to insert philosophy into the facts. Keep your philosophy out. We can draw, you know, we can draw conclusions. I mean, it's important for us to draw conclusions, but we also need to be be honest with the information, too, and not just assume um, that, you know, that saturated fat is, is going to kill us. That you, cholesterol that, that we need to to um, eliminate cholesterol. to eliminate cholesterol and some of these other things when the when the research doesn't support it. No, we have to have cholesterol to heal. It's very important for our body, our brains, our endocrine systems, our steroid hormones. There's a serious protective role that saturated fats play in our health. Yeah. You know, the, the um, just to maybe brush up on this idea, we need to, we honestly need to do a 5G uh, podcast at some point. But all this yes. to say, there's um, the West St. Price Foundation. They they promote, and I don't know the, I don't I don't have the research, the evidence behind it. But I know that they. They promote the idea that saturated fats actually have a protective role against um, some of the technology we're producing, like 5G yeah. uh, networks and stuff like that, radio frequencies and stuff like that. So there's their protective roles. Cholesterol is the same, right? Um, so all that, that you know, that's that's where a lot of the the animal based diets actually have protective roles, and that's one of the things Gosh. that we like to promote. Man, 5G, the plant based agenda makes. Makes you makes you think about a few things, mm-hmm. doesn't it, Rhett? It does, especially when there's, you know, when the researchers are inserting their philosophies into the yes. research. You know, uh, they're they're inserting their philosophies into the conclusions of the research, and then we're basing public policy on their conclusions. We're we're at we're dependent. We have become dependent um, on on these individuals, on these probably so few individuals. So yes. Like I said, we got to take a step back. Thank goodness we live in the the country we live in, where the 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 democratic process is meant to protect us, to to give us a voice, and not and not just kowtow to to the folks that uh, are drawing the conclusions. We can say no, you know, I, yes. I'm not going to eat a plant based diet. I'm not going to eat 
you know, I'm not going to eat uh, a glyphosate uh, yes. uh, laced salad. Yeah. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to accept this type of health care. We can say that in our in our country because of the country we live in. Thank God. And we but, we have to think too, you know, who, who exactly are funding the studies? You know, yeah, what exactly. is their philosophy? So you, exactly. you take me, say that I'm a, say that I'm worth a billion dollars, and I'm a, a vegan. So I hire a bunch of vegan researchers, scientists, biologists mm-hmm. to fund a study. Well, guess what? We're going to try to make sure that air theory comes out to be correct. And I hate to say that, but that's what a lot of our research nowadays boils down to are pharmaceutical companies wanting to prove their theories. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's got, it's like everyone's got, you know, uh, uh, an iron in the fire. Everyone's yes. got, you know, something, an ax to grind or whatever, you know, however they say it. Um, and um, when there's, you know, that's, that's where the politics, that's where philosophies really get, get mixed in with the facts and we just want the facts. What are the facts? You know? Yes. So, um, you know, that's why I think that I'll be, I, I mean, I'm interested in, in the, I'm interested in the, um, uh, the information that, that comes out of Joel Furman and his, his Institute or his, you know, his programs, whatever, but I'm much more likely to follow a guy like Paul Saladino that's willing and able to dissent from the common theme of, oh, no, you're uh, – I mean, just think about what Joel Furman – his main message was, oh, no, your research is crap. Exactly. Your research can't be trusted. Um, and, and and it seems like Joel, Joel Saladino is um, is being more more open. He's open to the idea. He's, yes. he's being honest with the information. And, and he's putting himself on the line, and I really his, respect yeah, that right, in, right. The, in the medical industry because we need more men and women like you mm-hmm. – in order to change the future of allopathic medicine. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyways, you know, are we are we gaining more clarity or are we getting more confused over time? I think we're gaining more clarity over time. I, I really do. Yeah. I think the the research is being done, which is good, and the and people are are voicing their concerns. People are are um, are being willing to um, you know to put their their reputations on the line and stuff. And that's why you should partner with organizations like West A. Price Foundation. I don't know if you know this, they, they offer memberships like yearly memberships where you can, and their, their big, uh, their big promotion is to educate the public, you know, uh, to get down to those facts. Right. So um, they have a vested interest, surely like everyone else, but all that to say, you know, we, we've got to, number one, we've got to find the truth. Number two, we've got to protect the truth. Yes, we do. We've got to protect the truth. And, and, we're praying that our legal system, that our politicians, um, that, that 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 becomes their main concern is to protect the truth. As long as we've got, you know, brave politicians willing to uh, to fight for us, uh, the consumer. Yes. Then then we'll be fine. You know, we've got to we've we got to. We need more war- warriors in the world. Yeah, we've got warriors, and we certainly got warriors. But we need to rally behind our warriors. We got to rally, yeah. and I think you know, I see. Uh, both of those guys are warriors, but I just, you know, I'm more, I'm, I'm more likely to fall in line with Paul Saladino than I am the other guy. But all that yes. to say, you know, you got to find your own, um, you know, your own leaning or whatever. But, um, but, uh, you know, our main, our main uh, concern here, just like the West End prices, is to try to educate, to tr- to try to encourage you to educate yourself, even if you don't get answers on this podcast. Keep looking, right? Keep asking you those questions, especially if the quality of your life 
is dependent on the quality of the questions that you ask. If that is true, which I believe it is, a hundred percent, then is. you need to continue to ask questions, right? Continue to be curiosity is a wonderful thing, you know, to be curious about the facts, right? That's going to allow you. The Bible says actually, if you seek, you'll find. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, you know, I love that. I love that idea. You know, you're gonna. Uh, you're going to find if you continue to seek, if you continue to ask questions. So we encourage that. Yes. No, no, I agree a hundred percent, you know, and it, it kind of leads me back into intuition. You know, you need to be intuitive with your bodies. Um, just like Rhett said before, when you eat food, you know, ask your body, literally ask your soul, like, you know, what do I need to eat? What does my body want? Now you, you kind of got to jump the hurdle of, of maybe the, the addictive part of the brain, the reptilian brain and, and really ask yourself, you know, a, a lot of times what I'll do is I, for breakfast, I usually have duck eggs or lamb uh, with, with grass-fed butter. But some mornings, my body says, no, Darcy, you don't need animals. Um, and I'll make a big smoothie that day with avocado and spinach and some super greens. Um, but like this morning, I had four ounces of lamb and two duck eggs cooked in grass-fed butter. You know, that my body wanted that. Feeding your body, feeding your brain. You got it. And, and, and you know, the I, I feel great eating this way. And I am a huge fan of eating with the seasons. I'm a firm believer, you know. Um, the Mormon church does teach that, and I'll agree with them on that, um, that eating with the seasons is very important. And I think if we connected back to nature, that's what we would all be doing. Because let's face it, in the wintertime, <laughs> you can't survive on walnuts and potatoes. You know, you would kill an animal, whether it be a deer, a turkey, you would kill anything, any animal. You would eat a raccoon or a possum if you had to. And so what I'm saying is, is there's a reason we have seasons. And yeah, you could say, well, Darcy, what if you lived in Costa Rica? Then you could eat plants all year. But I don't. And my family has never lived in Costa Rica. My ancestors have never lived in Costa Rica, maybe in another life, but not in this one. And this is my DNA. This is this is my human body. And so what I'm saying is I feel way better eating animals. And I will say this to Dr. Joel Furman, you know, because we've 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 um, downgraded your work somewhat. But, you know, you're still promoting health and we appreciate that. You're still making people a better version of themselves through your work because, you know, you're helping people get off fast food and soda and eat real food. And, and that's awesome. And, and I respect you out of all of the plant-based doctors because you don't promote much grain or seed oils. You realize that gluten's inflammatory, seed oils cause cancer and heart disease, insulin resistance. So I do respect that. Um, I would take flaxseed into consideration if I were you to, to understand that it isn't good for humans. I don't think it should be in their bodies. There's nothing wrong with it occasionally. Um, but Paul Saladino... Um, I, I do stand with you and what you're teaching. Um, it can help people uh, tremendously with all times of endocrine uh, disruptors, endocrine diseases, type 1 and 2 diabetes, irritable bowel syndrome. Um, I'm a firm believer in all of my studies, research, and hundreds of clients over the years that the main cause of irritable bowel syndrome, and again, I'm a nutritionist, I'm not a doctor, is seed oils and grains because when I eliminate them from their diet, all of the issues that they're having usually tend to go away. Their mood improves, their hormones go through the roof, their sex drive goes through the roof, their relationship goes through the roof, and they're new people. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like all good things. It Sounds is. Sounds like all good things. 
Well, listen, um, we'll we'll wrap it up as long. Are no, you totally. Good? Yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And we'll, we're gonna come back with. Uh, I've I've got a few ideas here. I'd really like to do a five G podcast if that's cool with you sometime in the near future. Let's do it. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, these podcasts they always they always give us ideas. You know, of maybe other topics we can uh, and guests and stuff we can bring on. If you have ideas uh, or guests you'd like for us to to talk with, please let us know. Um, I like to do one on the forgiving nature of the the human body because um, I, the forgiving nature of the human body the the human body is incredibly forgiving. Yes. And uh, it's incredibly resilient. So I like to do one on that as well uh, to encourage you folks. Um, you know, our world is, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of crap and going on in our world, but there's a lot of good things, too. And so, um, you know, in addition to, you know, a lot of the a lot of our concerns, we, we also want to encourage you as well. And so we can do that. But uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that. Please, um, you know, subscribe to our channel and. Uh, and just uh, give us lend us our your support we love that so thanks for listening we'll talk soon